0: My name is Fiona and I am of course one of your co-hosts for the DM's Book Club, a podcast where we talk about some Dungeons and Dragons and how we might implement it in our role-playing campaigns. So, we have done it. We have finally reached the end of series 2 and I'm starting to make some plans for the upcoming third series, but to tide us over till then, I thought I would share with you a little something special. As you probably know from the other podcast I run, What Am I Rolling, I am a massive fan of running one-shots and As it's almost Halloween season, I thought I would just run a nice little horror one-shot for two of our semi-regular co-hosts, David and Sam. This one-shot, The House of Lament, comes from my favourite D&D sourcebook to date, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, which features everything both players and DMs need for running a horror-based campaign. As soon as I read it, I knew I had to run it for this podcast, and I'm so glad I did. You'll probably notice the audio quality changes every few episodes as we had to go from playing this one shot in person to then online, due to various work commitments. But if anything, it just goes to show that you can run any RPG both in person and online and it can still be fun. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoy running it, and just to say thank you, thanks to everyone who supported us during the last series, it really means the world to us and we can't wait to see what the next series holds for us. So. Without further ado, here is House of Lament. So we're going to be playing the horror one shot from Van Richten called House of Lament. What I want, and what we're going to say... (laughs) faces (laughs) so uh, just clarify for the podcast we're not playing actual full-on D&D characters we're playing survivors and that is basically a very pared down version of uh, the character sheets where it's more traditional what you see in actual horror films you know there's the the woman that survives the brutal attack, that sort of thing. So we thought we'd go into that.
1: I feel like a level one character, like in puberty. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's interesting because these survivors are supposed to be for people, for, either for like, um, like I said, like, they're a bit like sidekicks from Tasha's, so that you either have them as a secondary character or for people who don't feel confident in D&D. And I thought, why not try out survivors in a horror one shot and really feel like you are, can't do much. So with all that in mind, uh, why don't we go around the table and introduce what character type you're playing, so what survivor type you're playing, and uh, a name and a bit of the a background, so like what their sort the of situation is, uh, where they're from, if they've got a place, or anything like that. So, why don't we start with
2: you? With me, yes. okay. Please. I am playing as an apprentice who's got a, a bit of magic, but he's, he's a bit squishy, and he is called uh, Lyle Plimsoll. And he's an apprentice uh, intern in training at his dad's shoe shop. Uh, So quite a normal background um, to have survived whatever horror is going to approach us. And he's going to deal with it as best he can using his experience as an apprentice trainee intern in training. (laughs) And what's his accent going to be like? It's going to be this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I love the fact you've got Plimsoll as your last name, I think. Very good. So Lyle, that's it. Lyle Plimsoll. Lyle Plimsoll. Lyle Jr. <laughs> Lyle Jr. Lyle the Third. Point in
2: fact, it is just him and his dad working at that shop. So the, the job description is purely to suppress his his
0: motivation. Oh, bless. And David, so uh, yeah, tell us a bit about your character. What character type it is? What survivor type it is? Sorry, and uh, the name and any background you'd like to add.
1: Right. Yes. Hi. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so um, I, I'm going to I'm going to be playing uh, Tobias Thatch. Tobias. <laughs> Tobias Thatch. The um, so I'm I'm Squire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only thing i wanted to be for my entire life has been a knight yeah. and like I, I i love knights i just you know I'm a, i i have a slight phobia of anything that wants to hurt me and i don't like being in pain so um <laughs> yeah uh, that that's that, that's me and that's 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 how i'm get going through this
0: so do you do you have a place uh, that you are getting your knight sh- uh, your sort of apprenticeship at currently or well
1: i are... keep applying and they keep saying no uh, but you know what next year's always a good one and and you know you just
0: how many years have you been a player?
1: Um, well it's it's less than 40 and it's more than five so <laughs> oh bit, a bit old for a squire uh,
0: but you know it's okay it's okay. Brilliant okay so uh, can you describe uh, Lyle can you describe a little bit about uh, your features perhaps like what do you look like? He's the kind
2: of man where if you look at him and <coughs> then look away you would immediately forget what he looks like. <laughs> he's, he's kind of got the, he's quite young. He's got the attempt at a moustache, but it's not really worked out. He's, he's got hair which he's <laughs> attempted to comb, but it hasn't worked out. Oh. And he's got a face that hasn't worked out. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, uh, deeply forgettable, wearing kind of attendance shoe. Uh, he's, he's probably got like one of those shoe... shoe like tape measure things. Oh, I thought you were going to say shoehorn. Like... <laughs> that's his. That's his spell crafting. Uh, oh, spell that's, casting that's focus. That's so he cute. uses a shoehorn to cast spells. That is and really he's cute. been practicing in his spare time.
0: What does Tobias look like?
2: Well, while well, Tobias thinks
1: that um, you know, dress dress for the job you want to have. So uh, he has. You'll get that fee. He he, he has the kind of buzz cut hairdo. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's sort of shaved, but not down to the skin. You know, you can still see a bit of hair. And he's going for that whole you know, hair the same length all around on the head, the beard. <laughs> Except, you know, Tobias has never had much luck with beards, mm. so that's um, not quite working out. Uh, also, knights are very buff and strong. Yeah. Uh, Tobias is like, if you took a regular knight and stretched them upwards. Oh no. He's, he's kind of tall. He's about six foot four. And uh, <laughs> he's... Probably about 90 pounds wet. Wow. <laughs> so we don't know how he can lift his shield, but he can. He can. Just. <laughs>
0: Amazing.
1: Yeah. And uh, that's it, really. He's uh, he's going to try his darndest.
0: We've got two inept characters with, who aren't very good at growing facial hair. <laughs> that's what I've kind of got. Oh, on it known for the official record, we didn't plan this. No, no, no. I, I...
1: <laughs> there was no communication.
0: No, I think that's great. Okay, so... So obviously you've lived your whole life every day is a day in day out but one day each of you receive a mysterious message and i want to know what the message says it's very cryptic and very vague but something about this message encourages you to follow it so there's something about it where you're like hmm and it could be something like they need your help uh, you need to prove yourself or reclaim what you've lost. That sort of thing. And it gives you instructions to go to a crossroads. So, uh, Sam, Lion, um, what is that message, if you can think of one?
2: Ooh. um, the message reads, Do you really want to be an apprentice, training in training, vice training, apprentice at your father's shoe shop for the rest of your life? If not, come to the crossroads at this
0: time. Ooh, very, love it.
2: Also, really... I mean, you should probably shave. That moustache isn't getting there. Give it another five years or so.
0: That's on the back of the parchment. Sort of like a postscript. Like, yes. yes. Shave. <laughs> and what about you, Tobias?
1: Well, I imagine that when Tobias gets his message, uh, due to the sheer nature of it, he reads it in a voice of intense gravitas. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, As reading, he hears something along the lines of There is great evil descending upon the crossroads (laughs) (laughs) Any true warriors of the realm must go there immediately And be the heroes that demands For honour And he is more intrigued by this message Because normally Tobias, being a failed applicant of the Adventurers Guild, would not do any of this But Mm. the last two words, for honour, being the sort of calling card of the Adventurers Guild. He thinks that this is his chance. He thinks that now, now they're interviewing him, so he sets off.
0: Wow, I love it, I love yes. it. Yes. So, following the directions in your cryptic messages you, you receive, it doesn't take you long before it leads you from familiar roads onto a disused trail with overgrown by weeds and the roots of spindly trees there is a light drizzle that begins to fall as you travel and as you approach a wooden crossroads the leaden rain makes a cloaked form standing there even more real. So each of you have come almost like from opposite ends of this crossroads and you see standing standing directly in the middle of this crossroads is almost like a cloaked figure who's sort of like arms up like that so on each other's shoulders hiding there. As you sort of approach and clock this figure it sort of looks up Almost both of you at the same time, despite coming in different directions. The head snaps up, glaring with piercing yellow eyes. For what you took as a cloak spreads about it, revealing itself to be a pair of mighty black wings. With one powerful motion and a blast of chilled air, the wings sweep and the vague figure is gone. Let's go for uh, Tobias. How do you react to this creature just suddenly appearing and disappearing, but clearly of clocking you?
1: Well, for the sake of everyone listening to this who can't see my current facial expression, uh, it's much the same in that Tobias just stands there, stock still, with his eyes wide open, (laughs) just frozen, staring at where this thing was, and just lightly quivering. Fair enough, fair enough. And Lyle? All fluid leaves Lyle's body. (laughs) (laughs) This is a horror D&D session, and we just, yeah. We're ruining this for you.
2: No, I
0: love it, I love it. What the bloody hell! (laughs) And as as you sort of both react to this, you can see each other from across the crossbows. As these two individuals, that you've seen this creature up and leave, sort of almost like shoot up into the air. And as you sort of both look down, you clock eyes with each other. Hello, Uh, friend of yours. Uh, uh, I I got a letter. I also got a
1: letter. Do we know what that was? Are you also from the
2: Adventurers Guild? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm from Plimsolls and Sons.
0: <laughs> I have no idea what that was or why I'm here now. No. Is there anything on the bridge? As oh, so it's a crossroads. Oh, it's so. a crossroads. I don't know why it's a bridge. <laughs> Is there oh. anything where he left? Uh, are you going closer?
1: Shoehorn first. Okay. I'm, I'm going to pull the sort of wooden shield from my back yep. and the longsword and try and look as impressive as I can yep. for um the man from Plimsolls. And I will <laughs> storm ahead but swiftly regret every single step.
0: Excellent. So, yeah, you can both make for me uh, investigation chefs, or you can, if one wants to help the other, that could be uh, an advantage on that for sure.
1: Well, my investigation is terrible. But I I've got a plus one. I've got a minus one, so have some advantage. Natural 20. Natural
0: (laughs) 20! Amazing. So as you approach where this creature last was, you see Tobias, like, sort of looking around with the sword, making sure, you know, you think quite assuredly that he's going to protect you at all costs. Like, it seems like that. As you approach where this creature was, you see on the ground various big sort of black feathers sort of like almost as big as your arm essentially as if they come from some ginormous wing but with that natural 20 buried into the mix there's like a big pile of them where sort of as flown up and shot you see like a little um wooden sort of like a wedge essentially with a hole in it almost like heart-shaped with a little hole in it and on it, it is it there is a sign of um looks well, like a raven put on the top of it beautifully carved
2: why did i come out tonight then I look over at Tobias who appears as the man I've always wanted to be
1: (laughs) I try and appear as the man he's always wanted to be
0: in the rain as well like again it's very very dark you look around the grey clouds that are boiling over at this point um it is it is you know you're getting a bit sodden at this point for sure there's
2: something over here Uh, enchanté I'm I'm Lyle Oh, uh, uh, hello, uh, to Tobias Thatch, uh, Adventurer's Guild Hi uh-huh. um, It looks like a, a heart, but with a hole in the middle and this, this like,
0: a, like a two, like a, if you imagine like a, a flat wedge of wood But it's carved almost like, in like a, almost like an arrow shape A heart-shaped arrow shape with a hole in the middle
1: Upon hearing this, Tobias is going to go Hmm, hearts aren't supposed to have holes in the middle <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, um, something's definitely a foot (laughs) A foot I had that written down as one of my puns to say later on I'm going to pick it up Okay Can I look through the hole?
0: Yeah, absolutely Um, To me, you pick it up and put it to your eye And you can see Right through the hole, <coughs> Tobias is just standing there. No, there doesn't seem to be any, <laughs> any sort of effect as you hold it. Maybe you search around, and almost like a like a luck stone or something, trying to see anything else out of it. There's no nothing. Effect. No. Mm.
2: Mean anything to you? Oh, this seems a bit weird. Uh,
1: can I take a moment to, uh, have a look? Um... Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you can make for me a either this is like a, either an investigation check or a history check if you like.
1: Uh, let's go for history. Uh-huh. One,
0: one bit of wood. Uh, all in it. Like it's beautifully decorated. Like it's really like carved in it, all these different shapes. But there's definitely bird skulls in it, so it's a bit morbid. It's
2: definitely pine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, well, um, I I don't know what to do do you know anyone who might be able to help us with this kind of thing?
1: Uh, well, we could, we could certainly um, take it to the uh, Adventurers Guild and, uh, and, and, and see if they had any, uh, any expertise.
2: But that was bloody scary. Who was that, that gentleman? Do you think, or, or, or person, do you think it was them who sent us the, the letters? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. But it was, it was a demon person. Or it had wings. Oh, do you think it was? I don't know, but this is the most exciting day in my entire life.
1: <laughs> well, as a, as, as a stoid ad- ad- adventurer, this is, this is simply another day for me.
2: Uh, <laughs> must be lovely. <laughs> right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll
0: follow your lead.
1: <laughs> right, I'm going to turn around and try and
0: remember the way back to the adventurous guild. As you turn around, you see the fog and the mist have started to cover all the road and actually all parts of the crossroad are now completely covered in this dark mist dense. You can't see through it currently. Oh, bloody hell. This
2: wasn't forecast. (laughs) What's a forecast? (laughs) It's it's, it's, uh, when a fisherman casts forwards and thinks about the future of the weather. (laughs) Fascinating. Yeah, it's... it's, uh, I've been reading all about... uh, It's a bit of... Anyway. uh, Uh, Can
1: I pick up a stone... Mm Yep. And throw it at the fog?
0: Absolutely. Uh, make for me like an unarmed attack, essentially. So just plus your strength. Eight, eight. So you just pick up like a, I guess a, a decent-sized rock for skipping, perhaps, and you yeah. kind of hurl it, and you just hear it go who, into the fog. You don't hear it hit anything.
2: Well, I don't know about you, but that's mildly concerning. I have no fluid to remove from my body at this point, so
0: yes, <laughs> I have
2: to agree with you. Um, Okay, so looking around, yeah, it,
1: it's fog every single way.
0: Yeah, there at the crossroads, there is no landmarks or anything. It is just almost like a, a complete like a, a cross essentially. Um, but there's no landmarks to see where you've come or where <clears> you're going to.
1: I would like to make horror movie mistake number one. Yep, and look up.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look up, rookie, <laughs> and you can see. Just the clouds boiling over, sort of thing. Again, it's that almost that, that horrible grey you see on the on the Dulux adverts. You know, it's proper like. It's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not. A, not only is it grey, it's Dulux grey. It's grey. <laughs> but
0: impenetrable. Again, you almost like you can see things rolling in it. Almost like you know the clouds essentially rolling over, I and mean, the rain as well sheeting down. That you have to shield your eyes from it. But doesn't seem to be anything up there. No tree branches or anything like that. No stars to look by.
1: Something's definitely going on here.
2: Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Should we make our way into the fog?
1: Well, I'm a little concerned about doing that, and, and, and here's why. Uh, I, I, I threw a stone in into the fog, and I didn't hear it land. Mm. Now, admittedly, my hearing has been better.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Is there... Is, is there normal voice. Yep. Is there anything strange about this fog that uh, Lyle could discern? Also, is it closing in on us?
0: <laughs> no, it's currently stopped where it is, this fog. Um, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to like look at, see if there's anything magical? Okay, so I do our karma check for sure
2: that's that's a seven
0: (laughs) we got one natural 20 at the start and that's it absolutely um from your distance it just looks like very peculiar fog like definitely thick you've not seen anything like this for some time you know sometimes during the winter months perhaps you know you'd have quite dense fog overnight but this came in pretty quickly unnaturally so but you can't tell if there's any magical interference so to speak Bias, this is just
2: slightly unusual thick fog. I mean, you see this most winters. I, I say if we, if we just be careful, put our hands out forwards, maybe use your sword as a kind of just a, a prod, we should be able to make our way home. Wouldn't that involve someone getting stabbed? Oh, that's true, but who walks around in fog? <laughs> Us. Oh, yeah.
0: Can I ask, uh, what are people's passive perceptions? Ten. Ten? uh can't even see it. What is it? Wisdom. Oh, zero. <laughs> oh, so ten as well. Ten, as well. ten. As you're both talking to each other, you hear a sort of a k behind you.
1: I turn around, weapons drawn.
0: Make <laughs> <laughs> give a section check. Both of you, you can.
1: Oh, Jesus. Twelve, S- six.
0: Six. Um, with a twelve, easy sort of e- easy enough. So the six you're sort of like, uh, with are sort of looking over. where, 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 where? Lyle, you look round and you see directly behind you on the ground that wasn't there before a pebble. It's a pebble. It looks very similar to the pebble that Tobias threw into the fog the opposite way. Oh no.
2: It's a pebble. It's the one you threw. We can't leave?
1: Well, well, well we, we, we must try. Okay. And After I'll... you. Yeah, I will heroically <laughs> march forward north.
0: Okay, north. So you are you, are you following uh, Lyle? Yes. So as you sort of, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's the accent. It keeps getting. <laughs> so you're marching forward, Tobias, like sort of like as heroically as one can. Uh, Lyle, how are you following? Then are you like, are you grabbing his shoulder? Are you like rushing after him? Like, have you got a tabard?
1: Um, I. Uh, No, I just have a shield and my regular clothes. Okay, I'm just like, yeah, just tentatively falling behind him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So as you, um, as Tobias makes it into the fog and you you follow behind Lyle, the fog envelops you for like a couple of seconds and then suddenly you burst out of it on the opposite side of the crossroads where you've come from. And I I guess uh, uh, Tobias might just stop and you sort of like walk (laughs) into the back of him as you realise that this is the same crossroads. Well, what a predicament!
2: Um... I have an
1: idea. And I want to run to the other end of the cross, like where we just came from. Yep. Turn around to...
0: <laughs> I know what
1: you're going to do! <laughs> turn around. Um And I just gonna... Alright, we'll turn around and we'll both walk into the fog.
2: Ah, oh, I see where
0: you're going with this. Brilliant. And that's what I'm going to do. So let me get this straight. Are you both walking backwards yeah. into the fog? Yeah. Great. Uh, roll <laughs> Roll a d20. Me too. Yeah, both of you. Six. Five. Oh my god. <laughs> roll something that's not a single digit. So you both do like one step, two step. You both hit something, but you realise quite quickly it is the other person that you just both hit into the pack of.
2: A very rigid backside Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Th- thank you. We should. We should. We should.
0: And I'm going to take you by the arm and drag you my way out of the fuck. Yeah. And again, you will reappear. Yeah. On the other end of the crossroads. The rain at this point is starting to come down in a torrential pour, almost like a oh. rainstorm. Like.
1: <sighs> so it's significantly worsening.
0: It is getting worse for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Hello.
2: Letter writer, are you still around? We don't understand what we're supposed to do.
1: I... Can I take the heart
2: off... I'm oh, sorry, I've already forgotten your name. Lyle. Lyle. <laughs> Lyle. I'm so Cleansel. sorry,
0: what's your name? <laughs> Tobias, we best mate!
1: Okay, I, can I take the heart off um, Lyle and looking through it, mm. I want to look around the area and see if there's anything it matches to.
0: Okay, uh, if Lionel lets you do that, that is a perception check. Tonight. An eight. Uh Again, the rain at this point is getting uh, worse and worse, and y- your hair is starting to get matted to your skulls. Like, you- the insides of your-, of your clothing is getting sodden. These are suede!
1: <laughs> I'm using my shield as an umbrella.
0: <laughs> at this point, the grey light in the clouds above begins to dim a little, and as it does so off, the sort of the beaten track of the, the crossroads, if you imagine it as a sort of a straight cross and you guys are sort of in the centre of it now, off say at a 45 degree angle, depending on where you want to look at, there is a dim light that sort of becomes visible against the rain. And you can see as a sort of there's a thunderclap, a lightning, a wooded hillside, and at the top a structure of some sort, like quite far off in the distance
1: well uh, i th- i think it's only wise that we that, 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 that we go and, uh, and and
2: see to this yes um i've got your back i believe is the term i've read in my books yes great that would be accurate right and i am going to because i'm worried about
1: my longsword getting wet because it's it was expensive yeah i'm going to sheath it okay and using my shield as an umbrella i'm going to walk towards the light. The oh, light
0: and the haze, yeah. Uh, are you sharing the, the shield umbrella with um, with uh, Lyle? Is it big enough? I mean, it, it's however big of, uh, enough you want it to be. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> clasping us <off> your back. now. <laughs> like I said, I, I imagine it's uh,
1: just like a regular wooden shield, because yeah. I, looking at my stats, it's not going to be anything fancy. Yeah. Um, so probably not, no.
0: <laughs> and Lyle, I'm guessing, you're, are you following behind? or? Yeah, I've... Yeah, I'm getting wet, but I'm
2: following. Trying to try of like, get under the shield. Yeah, just maybe my head is under, and I'm in like a really uncomfortable. Oh yeah, like
0: it's like when there's a short person holding the umbrella. Oh, he's <laughs> <laughs> six foot four. Yeah. yeah, but maybe he's holding the shield back like a parasol rather than over the top. The... What? Oh, it's just it's something. In like... a deluge. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So, you're making your way through, and as you're sort of progressing through this sort of thunderstorm and the light, the haze gets clearer and clearer and clearer, until eventually you make it out onto this this sort of wooded hillside, and up the top you can see a house of some description. Gradually through the haze and the brush give way to reveal a bold hilltop. There stands a grim black tower, the last defiant turret of a long crumbled fortress. Attached to this tower is a three-story manor house, weather-beaten and veined with ivy. A porch girds the girds the house, its sagging roof sheltering a stout front door that stands open and emits a flickering light. And as you sort of are rushing towards the porch, you're probably to get out of the rain, you can see there is um, a cart and two horses, sort of there, and you can see two figures are sort of bringing out sort of boxes and putting them onto the porch sort of unloading this they currently haven't seen you just yet two very similar uh, humanoid looking um, individuals <coughs> wearing sort of big coats and very frothy sort of frills and uh, you can say you can see even from this they've got very fine finery on one has a hat like a, one of those um like a bell hat essentially
2: do they look nice and respectable
0: And they look very respectable, absolutely, even from this distance But again, you can't necessarily make out their facial features at all Because of the the, the haze and stuff Hello? (laughs) I Say hello there! Uh, So the figure with the bell hat turns around goes Oh! Oh my goodness, Laurie! Laurie, we have guests! We have guests! Oh, what are you talking about, Jennifer? Oh, Hello, hello, please come in, you must be frightfully sodden Please, please come in, and they sort of ush you in, and you can see there are two twins. Again, sort of dressed in what we would obviously in the real world call sort of Victoriana sort of uh, um, attire. And what the, the sort of Laurie, uh, again, sort of a sort of stiff upper lip sort of chap with a little moustache, and Jennifer, again, with the bell hat, a very close cut uh, sort of almost pixie crop to her head, but looking very similar features almost identical twins. And say, oh goodness you must have been so dreadfully oh you must be so cold. please come in you i i'm so sorry we we don't have much to spare we've only just arrived ourselves please please come in come in and they sort of lead you into sort of the main hallway of this house you sort of are led into this foyer and you can see immediately from that sort of the, the manor house outside again that sort of the age and stuff with the sagging roof and stuff it sort of comes into here as well. There is peeling wallpaper and a, a musty scent clinging to the walls of this very spacious foyer that you're in There is a curving sort of staircase that rises from the cracked tiles into a balcony above keeping its distance from a darkened chandelier covered in cobwebs. There are doors leading in every direction and at the center of this room there is a bronze sculpture of an antlered uh, eagle perched upon a marble pedestal in the centre. And I just, as you sort of like come in and you're sort of dripping you know, little bits of water off, and oh goodness, please, let us get you some towels. Uh, uh, Jennifer, you must have some here. Oh yes, Laurie, I will totally get some. Um, no, sorry, so sorry. Um, uh, my name is Laurie, and this is my sister Jennifer. We are the Mayweather Foxgroves. Uh, famous monster hunters. <laughs> um, we are here just to investigate the goings on in this, this lovely abode. So uh, I, uh, tell us, uh, what brought you here?
1: well we we received a a, a, a very disquieting message uh, uh, inviting mm-hmm. us to the crossroads oh. uh, which we now realize was uh, perhaps maybe not as uh, valid and uh, l- legitimate
2: oh, as we as we once thought uh, we saw a, 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 an individual take off their cloak to reveal uh, wings no, it, it was never actually a cloak you well. see
0: Oh, goodness. Does that. it
2: not? No, it must have been wings all along. How oh, bloody hell.
0: Oh, that, that sounds absolutely frightful. Uh, Jennifer, have you heard anything of this? Oh, well, no, Laurie, but I, I've heard that um, there are some strange going-ons. You know how it is with the mists. They sort of, there's a way that they transport people to different places. So they, I mean, um, which, which, uh, which uh, plane are you from? Which, uh, which, uh, which uh, cities are you from?
2: I make shoes. Uh, I, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think we're both from Applegrove.
0: Applegrove. Oh yes, um, that will be the. Oh yes, that would. Uh, you're in uh, Borker. You're in Borker now. Borker. Yes. Where? Borker. It's a. It's a um, how can I describe it? Sometimes the the myths, they just take people as they wish to. Um, Borker is a is a is a domain essentially. Oh, my sister and I we we travel between the domains, uh, fighting the evil and, and the hunters of the of the monsters and stuff like that. Uh, and Borker is one such plane. Yes. And that's where we are currently. Ha ha!
2: Is it dangerous
0: here? Oh, every plane is dangerous if you you know where to go looking for danger, my dear boy. Ha ha!
2: I make shoes. (laughs) (laughs) How do I get back?
0: Uh, Jennifer says, oh, oh, my dear. Um, well, we'll be be able to help you get back. Um, there is... There's different ways of getting back. Um, we we tend to walk across. We have um, uh, various uh, spells and stuff, but um, wow. we actually have work here in this house. Um, if, you, if you're happy to help us, we we'll, we will be able to show you the way out afterwards.
2: You're yeah. a size eight, nine.
0: Oh, um, oh <laughs> I'm six and a half actually. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know that people always think like you know because we're twins. He's he's an eleven, don't you believe? And oh no, I, we we can't. And, and, sorry, yes. Sorry, we're, we are,
2: are you talking about shoes? Oh, yes. How am I getting? To... How else am I going to get help with this?
1: Well, <laughs> what, how, how, how can we have... Not that we are averse to uh, terribly perilous situations. Simply we are averse. But... Well, are am it's over... uh, Simply that we we should uh, we should return to to Applegrove as as soon as possible.
0: Right. Of course. Of course. And um, well, we've been hired by a, um, a local family in Borker to as uh, so there's been a bit of a um, well. How do we put it? And uh, Laurie is sort of still unloading stuff. And as you can see, he's unloading lots of different paraphernalia, some that you wouldn't really recognise. There's definitely, you know, definitely like a crystal ball that's brought out at one point. And there's various sort of instruments that sort of like... Again, some of them sort of snap and, and sort of... Uh, it's almost like one that even produces electricity. He's like, oh, sorry, I'm still, finishing it. I'm still fixing that one. And all sorts of different paraphernalia. And sort of, Laurie turns around and is like, well, um, what do you know of ghosts?
1: I mean, they're they're, dead things. Yes, spot on. uh, uh, Not particularly happy dead things.
0: No, no, that's true. Uh,
1: Very, very difficult to do anything about with normal weapons i think
0: um well i mean it depends on how you talk to them we we, we we're not adventurous types ourselves are we jennifer oh no of course not not at all and um, we like we like talking to them and seeing what they need and see if we can provide it for them um we've been told here there's been some spooky happenings happening happening in this actual manor house and we thought well you know in for in for a copper in for a gold so to speak and we'll just thought we'd, we'd we'd help Sort sort out this business and stuff. We're we're very famous at this sort of thing. It's it's something what we want to do, really. Right. Is there much money in this? Oh, yes. Well, we're being paid 20 gold a day. Oh,
2: that's more money than
1: I've ever seen. I mean, uh, more more money than a standard adventure
2: is perhaps worth. Yes. Well, um... Sign me up at a, a relative distance behind you.
0: Oh, oh! If you're willing to help us, that would be amazing. We, again, we unfortunately we normally have a couple of other members of our party just sort of come to help us, but um, unfortunately the mists were not kind to us, so it was just us two. But it should only be a night or two in this place, and, well, and you sort of look round at this this big foyer with the peeling sort of uh, thing, and the, again the 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 sound of the rain hitting the windows. It's it's, it's, it's got character. <laughs>
2: I should say. Well, as my father used to say, best put your best foot forwards and deal with the situation. So ah. I don't suppose—I mean, I'm not much of a, a a weapons user. But do you
0: have a big stick I could borrow, like a quarter staff or something? I'm sure. I'm sure we can find something. i might i have to look in one of the closets. Perhaps maybe a walking stick. Again, we we're not necessarily fighters ourselves or anything like that. Um, you see, um, well, Jennifer here. She's she's the more um. The one with the powers. <laughs> and she's Jennifer's turns around and goes, Laurie, stop it. That, I'm just a bit more gifted. I I I, I commune with the spirits more often. Humble brag.
2: <laughs> I'm just a bit more gifted.
0: And <laughs> <of> the twins.
2: <laughs> Poor Laurie.
0: Look, um, if well, if you're happy to help us, and then, um, then we'll, 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 we'll... essentially we have to, um, we've got the parlor, and so they point through to a, a sort of a, a door, and you can sort of see in there's sort of a a very sort of paraphernalia and stuff, which uh, they'll, they'll they'll usher you through in a second, and they say, well, one of us will have to be in the parlor set up for the first séance, and then we we'll go through the other rooms perhaps and see uh, you know, see if there's any other mishaps or any sort of recording things. I, I've got my notebook and I've got my little my little and we'll we'll you know. Calculate any of the activities and see what is here that needs being put to rest. Yes.
2: Have we got any salt or incense or temperature gauge or anything like that?
0: Oh, we've got all of those sort of things. Yes, yes. So if you if you wish to help yourself to them, more more than welcome. Yes. Oh, it's great. We normally we it's very hard to get people in on this sort of thing, but you seem right on the. Sorry, what was your name, good sir? I'm
2: Lyle Plimsoll. <laughs>
0: Hey, oh, so terribly good
2: to meet you. Uh, Laurie, uh, Mayweather Foxgrove. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Laurie. Hello,
0: Jennifer. Hello. This is...
2: Uh... Uh, Tobias Thatch, uh, Applegrove
1: Adventurers Guild.
0: Oh, fabulous. I've not heard of that
1: one. It, it's, we're, we're, we're quite well known.
0: Oh, well, but, I
1: can't wait to visit. <laughs> right. Um, yes, we, we are. We, 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 my, my dear comrade Lyle and I can, uh, can absolutely handle this, uh, what, two two nights here in this horrible creepy manner, we'll be fine.
0: Um, we, more often than not, it's just simply a, a little spooky ghost who just needs a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a conversation starter, you know. Just wants a little talk and stuff and then, normally we'll after we've had have one of our chats or when Jennifer chats to them, they just, they just stop responding. So we just think that's perfect. They don't, you know, they don't need any more help and then we just leave.
1: Sounds delightful. Great. And then we'll, then we'll head back
0: home. Yeah. absolutely we can definitely help you with that no problem at all and you are sort of ushered through to the parlor and you can see as you sort of come in it's this sort of huge sort of square room and it has dozens of sort of faded portraits that cover the walls all of the portrait's eyes it's one of those things where they obviously are sort of painted dead straight ahead but they all seem to be fixed on this big circular table that bears an ornate spirit board and there's a wide mirror that sort of uh, hangs over the back of the tall fireplace, which you can see. So sort of Jennifer's starting to put, um, put the kindling together to start to light it up. So, right. Um, we are going to make camp here, so this will be our base of operations. So for any point, we can come back here. This is, it is pretty safe in here. We, uh, Jennifer was saying before, she saw some wards on the wall, so we think we're pretty protected. Just in case there's anything here. So if in any doubt, come back here.
1: Oh, wonderful. Right. Well, good, good that we have a, a a base of operations for this.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Um. Oh, one last thing. And she starts, She sort. Um. Jennifer sort of goes through some things. I found. Um. I found some floor plans, which I think will be very helpful. Uh, here you go. And she sort of passes over a floor plan to you both. Oh. Uh. So you can see the 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 room in the center of the map with a circular that is the parlor at which you are currently in and you've come through that that room with a star on it on the front uh, that is the foyer and you come through those double doors at the front there gotcha just so you know also as we're doing the podcast for this do describe where you're going it's just thought I'd be yeah, a little bit helpful no, than me just of course here. of so. course um, so Laurie is very happy to sort of help you and, and assist you and sort of come around It's got like his little notebook and stuff and he's got like a What looks like a very weird sort of box with little like, little wings on it And it sort of goes up and down and makes makes uh, odd beep noises every so often What would you guys like to do?
1: Okay so uh, I will say that what we should do is try and clear these rooms one by one So uh, what... Uh, Tobias is going to suggest is that we leave out of uh, the door heading towards the kind of western edge Mm -hmm. of the house. Yep. Which should put us in a long corridor.
0: Yes, that is right.
1: Okay, there is a door on the far right-hand side towards the sort of northwestern edge of the house. Mm -hmm. Tobias, heroically, is going to head towards that.
0: So uh, you're going up Ah, you're yeah, going that way. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so you sort of, so you start making your way up there and you go, oh yes, yes, good plan, good plan. The conservatory, great idea, great idea. And then as you sort of toot off, Jennifer's like, oh, be careful. You know, um, if at any point, you know, you hear anything, make sure you make a make a note of it, but well, we've discovered that they can't harm you. They're just harmless things, so don't worry. Okay, don't panic. And she sort of looks at you and I was like, don't panic. As if like, thumbs up, sort of like, yeah, you'll be fine. Okay, good luck! And she shuts the door behind you. Ow. It's fine, we'll, we, we, we'll, be, we'll be all right. Okay. All right. So, I want to know what is the marching order as you're going through the house? Like, who's going first? Like, Laurie is happy to be where are you put him. He's sort of like very happy-go-lucky, like sort of foppish hair, little mustache.
1: I think with his shield, Tobias will go first.
0: Laurie is a bit of a bruiser
2: by the looks of things.
0: Oh no, he looks like a thin as a rake. Okay. Bit of a Teddy Boy, if you remember. And, <laughs> that and Jennifer. Uh, Equally rakish. Okay. <laughs> and she's staying in the room. She's staying in the. She's park. staying. Oh, her, okay. Yeah. She's yeah, so got, she's setting up for the surprise.
1: Okay. I like was standing behind both of you. <laughs> so you're third. Yeah, I just said so. Yep.
0: So you start to make your way to the thing and you come across a sort of a, a a glass door and on it it does say conservatory in very helpful cursive writing. Um... <laughs> As you open the door, Tobias, you can see vines sprawled across tables and foggy glass walls of the conservatory greet your sort of um, gaze. Rusted gardening tools and pots of barren soil lie scattered across sturdy wooden tables. As you enter, Tobias, you can see across from you, it's weird. There's a moment when you sort of step across the threshold and you can almost feel, feel like a chill come across your skin. And with a, when you blink, the conservatory goes from sort of a dark sort of almost like a dead sort of place with all these different plants sort of dead around you to an alive scene filled with fauna and flora. There is a woman that sort of walks past you in front of you with a veiled hat and a parasol. She pauses here and there to mire a bloom or to adjust a pot and then looks straight towards you. And as suddenly as she appears, she vanishes and the room lies in ruin once more. So you get that as you were the first person to arrive. And as Laurie sort of is looking down at his notebook and uh, Lyle's behind you, you do not see that.
1: Did anyone else see that? See what? See what? Never mind. Um, just, just, uh, entirely, um, you know, uh, unrelated. If you do happen to see a very scary woman with a parasol, do let me know. Oh,
0: a scary woman with a parasol, okay. I'll make a note and he makes a note in his little big notebook. Oh.
1: And what I would like to do is, uh, so I saw her come from one side of the room. She's walk. almost
0: like she appears in front of you, and so the parasol, like, you imagine like, as you blink, yeah. and she just appears walking in front of you and turns around and looks at a pot, turns around and looks at a blue, and then turns back around and looks straight at you. Can I
1: sort of investigate the other places she was looking?
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, make an investigation check. Uh, Lyle, what are you doing at this point? Um... Fifteen. Okay, come back to you in
2: a second. I'm sure, because you were looking at where she was... Yeah, but... It, are yeah. there any strange plants?
0: Ooh, yeah, absolutely. You or can look...
2: desiccated remains.
0: Uh, there is plenty of desiccated remains. You guys can see, you can see... Easily enough, you don't have to roll for this, um, there is a plant right in the corner, so the northwest corner yes. of the room. Um, alive, still flourishing almost, like beautiful uh, sort of purpley black leaves and stuff with, a f- with really fat black berries all on top of it. With that 15, you start to move into the room, Tobias, and Laurie will sort of look around with you. As you sort of make it sort of plants and stuff, you get to the tables and you can see the tools on it. And as you sort of are looking around, you just suddenly, out of the corner of your eyes, see something move and you look up and the tools start to float in the air. But before you have a chance to react, a nine does not hit you, does it? No. You go, and and it just hits into the back of the wall, like like a fork. Good thing you dodge.
1: Tobias will very quickly go,
0: I I, I think we should leave. Lyle, you look up and a fork comes in your direction as well. Eleven?
2: Eleven hits? Uh,
0: Hits. You take two piercing damage as it just sort of glinches your shoulder. Oh, that's not good. yeah. Oh, uh, And Laurie's like, oh, oh, quick, chums, quick, we must leave. Quick, 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 uh, it's, it's too spooky in here, we must leave.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so shield up, I'm going to sort of, like, back out. Is the dodge action something I can take in this?
0: Uh, absolutely, yeah, we we're not going to do necessary uh, yeah. combat, but yes, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah just basically, I, essentially I want to be sitting there with my shield up as I'm kind of backing away in the last one out the door. So as
0: you back up, um, oh yeah, Laurie needs to see if you can dodge that. Yeah, that misses him. Um... Lyle, as you're starting to back up as well, you trip over one of the uh, the plants, sort of vines on the floor, and as it does so, the vine starts to move and starts to wrap around your legs. Can you make for me a strength saving crow? Okay, God,
2: um, that is a, four down to three.
0: Okay, um, as you as it as you are struggling to it, sort of wraps around your legs, goes up towards your torso, and then goes up towards your neck and starts to choke.
1: Can I draw my longsword and chop at the vine?
0: Absolutely, make for me an attack roll.
1: Uh, Okay. Seventeen.
0: Seventeen hits. Uh, you don't need to roll damage for this. It's you, you sort of hack down, into it and it sort of almost squeals and, and sort of like horribly, like almost Resident Evil style, sort of like disappears down and you're like, "Oh!" Loud. So sort of getting your breath back, you sort of pull into the feet, and as you both sort of get to your feet, you look at the conservatory glass wall, and you can see there are now cracks in where the uh, the glass was, and it just says "Uninvited" in huge block capital letters. And Laurie's like, um, uh, I think we should leave. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, let us, let us, let us, take. Yeah, we're out. I never felt so alive. <laughs> so you rush out of the door and you uh, click. Uh, you click the door shut. You can hear the sounds of scraping as the vines try and get through the door towards you.
1: Uh, 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 Laurie, perhaps we, perhaps we should uh, re- return to Jennifer and uh, inform her of what's happened.
0: Oh, um, sure, sure, but I mean, um, I mean, well, I mean, it's just a few vines stuff, they can't get through. We should, probably. I look around the rest of the house, surely
1: Next room, uh, where, where do you think? Well, uh, if, if we go a little bit back down this corridor t- towards the parlour There's this uh, first door on the uh, on the right uh, we, could, we, could, we could go there
0: Yeah Then so you sort of, sort of move back a little bit Again, maybe you're, you're making sure there's nothing coming through the door And actually, as you look back There's the sounds of scraping and scratching that all cease to be Essentially, thinking that they are quiet for now Yes, you come to a door, and um, the door itself is of one that is of um, plain oak, essentially, with an ornate handle on it, with a what looks like a, the imprint of a, of a raven, like a sort of a not an imprint. What am I talking about? Like a,
1: a like a stencil, like a drawing. Kind of, but uh, engraving.
0: Yeah, engraving is what I about. Yeah, sorry, I know we're all
1: failing on the you know, words. The engraving today. is exactly
0: the right word. So, like an engraving of a um, of a bird skull as the uh, as the handle. So yeah, so you have a door there. What would you like to do?
1: Okay, well, uh, I'm not. I mean, tell me if you want to, but I think with my armour class and health, I should probably.
2: Pulling a fork out of my shoulder.
0: Oh, yeah, at this point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, no, feel free.
1: <laughs> uh, so it's a raven.
0: It looks like a, yeah, like a, the beak, you know, like as if it's like the bird head of it, essentially, yeah. as there's sort a of thing, as, as the thing to, to pull down as the door handle. Oh, I'm gonna try and pull the door handle. Okay, easy enough. Like you go out and you hear a slight click of a well-oiled lock, and the door opens. Lyle, oh. can you describe your father's workshop for me?
2: Oh, um, bits and pieces everywhere. You know, lots of uh, meticulous ornaments and shoes. The smell of leather. Him busy at work. It's all quite crowded and mm-hmm. busy. The old bit of candlelight flickering, shadows dancing through the room. It's magical.
0: (laughs) 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 So so the door opens and it is a complete darkness, except for a a, a little bit of flickering light. And for a second, Lyle, you get that scent, that musk of leather hitting you for a second. And you can make out the shapes, the sort of the the tools hanging from the ceiling. The sort of the the various um, wooden moulds that are hanging from like various beams and stuff. And you think for a second there is somebody else in the room working away diligent, diligently, oh. diligently. Thank you. <laughs> Dil- Never mind. <laughs> working away. Working hard. <laughs> working very hard at this uh, workshop. But then Laurie sort of brings up like an oil lantern, puts it, and the room that sort of, that pigeon, disappears and floats away and you just see an ordinary sitting room. Huh. Ah. I don't think there's much in here. It looks like a sitting room of some sort.
2: Yeah, I just saw a strange vision of my father's workshop.
0: Oh, how fascinating.
2: I, I, I saw nothing. Oh, well. But you didn't see the ghost that I saw earlier. You saw, um, no, I didn't. Something's going on here. It's
0: playing games
2: with us, vision games. <laughs> it's quiet, too quiet.
0: Is it like a sudden thunderclap and the lightning? <laughs> sh- oh bloody out? hell! Yeah. <laughs> Is
2: there anything odd around the place in this room now that its true form has been revealed?
0: Make me an investigation check.
2: Can I system in that? You
0: certainly can.
2: <laughs> Good, because that was a natural one.
1: Roll like a normal person.
0: (laughs) How is that not
1: normal rolling? I don't know, you were like jazz hands in your hand. What what did you get? A six.
0: A six, okay. So you you make your way through and for all all sort of purposes, this room feels like a very stuffy, very old fashioned, like you, I mean, for you Lyle, I don't want to assume a thing, but you've definitely not been in a living room like this. There's definitely uh, like an upper class sort of feel to it. Some of the shelvings and stuff you see, there are certain, like, stuffed animals in there. It. It's like a stuffed owl, a couple of bird skulls and stuff like that, some curios there. Uh, there's a globe, which if you look at it and open it up, there is, like, empty um, whiskey glasses and the whiskey bottles in there, completely bone dry. Oh. There's, a, there's a chaise lounge where the stuffing is, is slightly coming undone underneath. There's definitely some wear and tear in this room, but it is, it is um... How can I describe it? It's, it's not dusty or cobwebbed or something. It's just... Fine, as if it's not been t- cared, not taken care to for like the last couple of months per se. Yeah. But you don't find anything.
2: It's all in here. Right. Well,
1: uh, th- let's let's chalk that as another room that we've cleared, and uh, and let's let's leave.
2: Yes. Next one along. That yes. Thing?
1: Yes. So we're gonna try and um, go out of that room, mm-hmm. head back down the corridor past the parlor on our left, yep, and to the last door on our right
0: yes yeah that's right so yeah so you, you sort of go in and it's getting similar sort of thing in the, uh, the bird head as the handle you gonna open it yep Can you take a moment you open it open the door complete darkness again and you sort of the, the you have the candlelight like, um, like the oil lantern and Laurie's like hello <laughs> like sort of looks in I almost like a free stooges type thing is well I think at this point um, you see a very similar layout to the previous room as well there's like a chaise lounge this one actually has more of a... Um, maybe a tea room aspect to it. You can see at the back there's almost like a... Not like a glass case, but a, a, a cabinet of some sort hmm. with various different um, tins in it. And you can see what... they used to contain um, different types of loose-leaf teas. So you can see there's, like, Assam written on it. I assume that both of your characters can read before we get into that thing. I mean, my intelligence is nine, but yeah, I think I can... I probably... think you could, read basic words but yeah. it's like oh, you know, Earl's grey Lady grey that sort of thing um, but as you look in like, there's definitely uh, there's nothing in them at all they're literally just for show some of the books as well on the bookcases you can see um, maybe you pick them up and actually they're, the pages are just stuck together as if sort of fake in a way as well uh, but nothing of interest in this room from what you can see
2: well uh, no horrors or visions of uh, personal history is a boon
1: you know, after the first couple, this this feels slightly anticlimactic. Um, well, you know what? I, I like boring. Boring is boring is good. Uh, let's let us uh let, let let's, let's leave it be, and uh, we'll we'll just chalk this one up as uh,
2: fine. Yeah. Right. Where should we go next? Should Ooh. we uh, keep going further down this corridor? Try the next door along? Uh, yes. Well, we also want to check the uh, the main entrance as well. I feel we kind of just stumbled through that.
1: Sure. Okay, so, uh, you know, uh, Tobias will wait until everyone else has uh, left before backing out of the room. As you're backing out, can
0: you roll for me two d20s? Oh,
1: I'd love to. Can I borrow yours, please? Yeah. Uh, wait, is it me rolling two? Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Okay. This one, yes. That is a natural 20 and a three. I think that was the wrong time to yeah, get it. a natural Maybe. 20.
0: <laughs> and a three, right? Yes. Interesting. Uh, okay. A terat-
1: I Don't say interesting, Fiona. <laughs> I don't like interesting as a word.
0: As you start to shut the door, Tobias, you just hear, almost like at the back of your mind, almost like a tickle. Oh, God. And you just hear Tobias. Tobias. Y- yes? I can make all your dreams come true. Come find me. I'm down below. I will take a quick break there. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. You can come find me and pretty much every other co-host we've had on the show at What Am I Rolling? A twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast available on the What Am I Rolling website and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm hopefully going to start up our own official Discord for both What Am I Rolling and DMs Book Club soon, along with a Patreon, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Thanks again, speak soon. Bye!